You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey, Christy, how's it going? I'm great, Brittany. How are you? Good. I'm so excited that we're chatting today. So just to kind of give listeners a little bit of background, Christy is a fellow organizer and productivity person and owner of Business Savvy Mama and the host of the Cocktails and Containers podcast. So super pumped to have her on today. I was actually on her podcast back in April of last year and talked about all things productivity. So, and then we actually met through a mutual friend, Rose Lounsbury, who is an organizing coach, minimalism coach, and mama of triplets. So super, super fun. So excited to dive in. So Christy, do you want to just dive in and tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business and your story and kind of how you got here? Yeah. So in 2009, I started a professional organizing business with uh, the main focus of helping moms to sort of get their life back. Because, you know, you know, I know once you yeah. have kids, everything kind of like goes out the window, right? Yes. And so my idea was to help moms hit the reset button. And then after a decade of doing that, I was constantly getting questions from other mom business owners about how to start their own business or how I started my business. And I kind of thought to myself like, hey, I could do this for a living. And actually with a lot of prompting from you and coaching <laughs> from you, I decided to take the dive into business coaching and productivity coaching for moms who run their own businesses last fall. So I have pivoted from the organizing industry into business coaching, and I'm super excited to help moms in this way to find something that they love and make some money doing it. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, you, me, and Rose are kind of all on that similar similar path, right? Like we were all professional organizers. We organized people's houses. We loved it. We helped so many moms like reset their life. And just because clutter has such a big impact on literally everything. And I think that we've all kind of transitioned because we want to make a bigger impact. And you can't really do that going to people's houses because you can't reach more people than who are in your local area, right? So yeah, like I dived into this this online coaching, consulting kind of space, and it's been super fun watching all of us kind of grow at the same time. Yeah, it really is. And you know, organizing can apply to so many different things. And most people aren't really great at organizing anything. So there's plenty of room in the world for all of us organizing yeah. <laughs> all different kinds of things. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And I'm totally like collaboration over competition, a hundred percent, because we all do it our own way. We all have kind of different backgrounds and ways of doing things that I don't see there ever being like any kind of crazy overlap at all. And I mean, I just think, like you said, there's so many ways to organize and different things that need organizing. And I actually had like a huge mindset issue around this when I first started the business as clutter control, organizing houses. I was like, oh my gosh, no one's going to pay me for that because 
like it's just so easy. And then that kind of triggered and I'm like, okay, well, it's easy for me. So that's kind of my superpower, but it's not easy for everyone. So yeah, it's, there's a whole, whole world of organizing and systems and productivity. Absolutely. If you struggle in an area, there is some sort of expert yeah. out there that can help you fix it. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So obviously you've had the organizing business for these 10 years here and you're kind of transitioning and all of that good stuff. So how do like systems and processes and organization kind of come into play into your business as it is now or kind of transitioning? Like how does that kind of come into play? Well, I have squirrel brain. I think we all do in this day and age. Yes. And I have to have routines and checklists and an order to things because it really is the way that helps me be more productive. And when I am talking to potential clients about how I can help them, that is the one thing that I can say, you know, you said your superpower was organizing. I feel like figuring out routines and priorities, that's my superpower. But yeah. the reason is, is I have practiced systems and processes and routines for so long because I know that it works for me and that's what I want to help other people do. So it is just so important. And now that I'm pivoting into this new business, there's so many things that I waited a little too long, maybe to set in place with my previous business that I am out the door getting those things in place or hiring somebody to help me get them in place right off the bat because I know how important it is to have that structure as your business starts to grow. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that was the same thing for me. Like I had to learn it early on because when I had twins, like organizing for me wasn't like this luxury thing. Like, oh, it'd be nice if I was organized. Like it was a necessity to be able to get out of the house with two babies, like to do anything with two babies. And then that just kind of spilled over into my entire life and business. And like you said, it's kind of those routines and like practicing that and learning that and putting it in play into your life. And then it kind of just spills over to business. So for sure. Absolutely. So where is maybe an area that you struggle with, with the business management and that side of things where maybe you're just having problems kind of getting things to where you want them? Well, a hundred percent letting go and delegating. I (laughs) am a control freak. Um, I, I think that I can do things best. It is one thing that I'm really owning and shifting my mindset on again with this new business is this idea that there are a lot of people out there that have superpowers that are better than mine at doing so many different things. So one thing that I'm working with my coach currently on is putting those systems in place now so that as my business grows and if I bring on a VA, I should say when I bring on a VA, yeah. <laughs> I can already have those systems in place and ready to go. So again, things that I put off in my previous business and never got around to sort of documenting, I'm creating Loom videos for now or creating check sheets for now. Even though I'm the only person that's using them, it's going to make it so much easier when I go to delegate because I think part of my block in delegating was the fact that like, well, I don't even know what to tell people to do. Yeah. So if I have that system in place, I can totally, you know, I can totally pass it over to somebody and be like, here, here's this checklist, do A, B, C, D, and E every Monday and we're good to go. For sure. Oh my gosh. I think that is the biggest problem with so many solopreneurs is that they just assume because they're the only ones doing it, they don't need to write it down. They know exactly how to do it. But when they get to the point that they're starting to be able to delegate and bring on a VA or bring on an assistant or whatever that looks like, they don't have those things in place. So then when they're growing, they're having to spend all of that time 
instead of growing and doing the things for growth, they're having to spend all of that time starting to document that stuff so that that person can take that on. And that can be so stressful because you're in a growth time, right? Like you don't, you don't need to step backwards and start doing that. But if you haven't done it to that point, you're going to have to. And I think the other thing, I mean, the, the control freak piece of it, like I totally have those tendencies too. But I think once you start delegating things and start documenting things the exact way you do them, it gets a little bit easier because you can't, like you can't change the whole world by yourself, right? Like there has to be a team. And I love that you had talked about the mindset piece of that because the whole thing, I mean, everything is mindset, literally everything. (laughs) Um, And you, you really can't, you can't change the world on your own and you have to be able to delegate stuff out. So I love that you touched on all of those things. (laughs) Yeah. I am really learning a lot about myself and about what I'm good at and how to let the people that are really good at the other things do their job. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's so many people that are so great at other things and like, we just need to let them use their superpowers while we're using our superpowers. And then everybody's like happy and everything's just working and it's great. (laughs) Amen. I love it. Um, Okay. So that kind of ties in the next question. So do you have a favorite kind of piece of software or tool or something in your business that helps you do those documenting checklists and things, or just a piece of software that makes your life easier? So it's not really a piece of software, but it's a, something that I've recently started utilizing, which for me dealing with both the organizing clients that I'm still seeing, or just in general is scheduling text messages because I wake up at the butt crack of dawn. I love (laughs) to wake up at like five 30. We'll talk about this a little later, but um, there are things that I'll have on my to-do list. Like I need to text this person and I obviously don't want to text them at five 30 in the morning because I do want them to like me and respond back eventually. (laughs) So I've found this to be so great because it's things like I can, I can type a text at 535 in the morning that will go out at 830 when it's a more reasonable time to communicate with somebody. And then all of a sudden I get a text back at like 845 and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I even scheduled that. But you know, sometimes things are front of brain that a lot of people communicate via text message and it's so easy to do, especially for quick, short things. And I also use it, um, like if my husband who works at a grocery store and I want him to pick stuff up, if I text him when I think about it, you know, it, it's the chance that it will get buried in his text messages or he won't look. If I text him five minutes before he gets off, chances are he cannot avoid that text message and forget to send my stuff home. So as a productivity hack in both my business and my home life, I love scheduling text messages. It has just been sort of this hack that I have. I'll even schedule text messages to myself so that I can remember to do things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're going to tell me about that because I don't think I've ever scheduled a text message. How do you do that? Is it on iPhone? It's on Android. I'm an Android, Android okay. girl. So if I go in my messaging app and there's a little plus where you add pictures or things like that, okay, you kind of go over to where, let's see, I'm going to look at it up right now. So if you go to write a message and you hit the plus button and you go over, you'll see the little dots and under it, there should be a place that says schedule your text message and how you schedule it. All right. But it's such a cool thing. And I'm sure that iPhone has an app or there might even be an Android app if that's easier for you. Yeah. I'm using it. But it's the iPhone users like message me and let me know how to do that. It is such a fun Or Google voice because I actually have a Google voice 
text messaging phone number. So maybe it can do it. I've actually never checked that before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a fun hack that I figured some people might not have found. Oh my gosh. It. Yeah. No, I totally love that. I mean, there's so many great softwares and things and stuff, but like that even I, I've never even thought of scheduling text out. And that's genius. Like you said, your husband at the store, right? Like it gets buried or you send it right before he leaves and he has the things he needs to get. That's amazing. I love it. Amen. Um, okay. So do you have any like really awesome, amazing, important business lessons that you've learned? Cause you've even been in business longer than I have with the professional organizing. Now you're transitioning into this. So like, what would be, would you say is like a top business lesson that you've learned? Yeah, we kind of touched on this already, but I can't yeah. emphasize it enough. Get a coach or hire an expert. You do not know it all. There was yeah. a part of me that really sort of like bootstrapped it up. And, and I am very proud of myself for sort of building a business on Google. I think it's oh, Rachel for Hollis sure. says something like that. Like I watched all kinds of YouTube videos and read all kinds of blogs. And, you know, I've built my own website and I use Canva and all these kinds of things. I know how to do it all. I edit my own podcasts and YouTube videos. But the fact is, is that it's not, where I sort of live in my zone of genius. Those things aren't the things that I'm best at. And yeah. again, when you're starting out as an as a solo entrepreneur, you may not have the money to pay people to do those kinds of things. But as soon as you are able to hire somebody to do stuff or to get yourself a coach that can help you allot your time and spend your time doing what's going to move your business forward and not sort of holds you back or waste your time because as a mom and as a business owner, like I, every minute that I spend on my business counts because I want to spend equal number of minutes yeah. with my family. That's oh my why gosh, I had yes. my family. I didn't have my family so that I right. could ignore them while I'm <laughs> writing emails or blog posts or whatever. So really the, the one thing that I wish I would have done sooner, which I did it about seven years into the first business. And yeah. like I said, I hired a coach right out of the gate for this business. I think I was like two months in and I was like, I need somebody who's smarter than me to help me with guidance in this. And it has been a game changer. So, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, no. I wouldn't even have my business as is if I didn't have a coach. Like I didn't even know about this online space and everything that you could do and the big impact that you can make until I hired a coach because I said, I don't know what I'm doing running a business. Like I'm really great at organizing, but I need marketing. I need more clients. I need consistency and I don't know how to do that. So yeah, I hired a coach pretty early on into my business and I've hired numerous coaches ever since then. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a game changer for me over the course of the last couple of years, just working with somebody who can look at things from the outside, because I think we as business owners tend to get a little precious with our babies. Like, yeah. I feel like my businesses are, are also my children because I've oh, nurtured sure. them and I've grown them and I've learned so much about them. And yep. You know, and I think that you need that outside perspective to say to you, like, you're really spending a lot of time on this and it's not helping you move forward. Maybe we should cut that and focus yeah. a little bit more here. It's, and sometimes it hurts, but that's where that mindset piece starts to come in where oh, you have for to sure. realize that people aren't telling you things to hurt your feelings. They're telling you things because they want you to be successful. And I think that that's been, like I said, that's why it's been such a game changer for me. Absolutely. And I, I love that you said, like you built the business on Google. Uh, literally everyone does that, right? When you start, because you're like, I don't know how to do this. So you're learning so many things. I also built my first website since then I've updated and had somebody else do it because 
I outsourced and I was like, this is not my zone of genius. And this is going to take me 75 hours compared to 25 for someone else. The whole bootstrapping thing is spot on. We all, all done that. Uh, I actually did a lot of like trades for services when I first started. I was like, hey, you need me and I need you. Let's not exchange money. Let's just do a trade. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way to do it. And that's how we all do it. Yeah. And it's okay to do that. But when you get to the point where you feel like you're not growing or yep. that you're just, you could be better at something or somebody else could do it better than you, find that person, hire them, get a coach. It, you will see your growth go up exponentially. For sure. And you're either paying in time or money, right? Like you're either going to pay in money and it's going to go faster because you've paid an expert to do that or you're going to pay in your time and you'll still get there, but it's going to take a lot longer because you're bootstrapping it and it's not your zone of genius. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So let's kind of talk on the pivot then that you're kind of transitioning in. And are there any, I know you kind of touched on this before we started talking, but the perfectionism piece that comes in, like mindset stuff that comes in, like where are some areas that maybe you need some tips or strategy on with the, the business transition? Yeah. So something I think that is very relatable to any business owner out there is knowing when to say when, you know, yeah. <laughs> when, when do you stop editing that photo that you're going to put up on Instagram or when do you just put out an opt-in and just let yep. it go versus like trying to perfect every single word or center every yep. single picture properly. And I think that that's something that I really struggle with. Some, and again, having a coach to say to me, just do it, just yep. move on <laughs> is a good thing. But again, like that's something that I feel like I really, really struggle with is I just want to present everything the best possible way I can yeah. and sort of learning that it's okay to have it like 80% there. <laughs> yeah. No, I trust me. I am in the exact same boat. I launched my hustle to flow membership and I had to pay a coach to tell me like, just put it out there, just put it out there, put it out in beta. There's no content in there. Have people come in with no content and then build it with them and then sell it and then refine it. Like and that's really, really hard for me too, because I want to put my best foot forward all the time and I want to be polished and pretty, but I will tell you from experience, I've done it both ways now. I spent three months creating a course and it was perfect in my eyes and I put it out and I sold zero. Then I launched it again and sold very, very few. And then I launched it again and sold very, very few. And then I did it this way and like threw it together super quickly in the Hustle to Flow membership. I had 10 beta members sign up before there was anything in it. Like there was literally an outline <laughs> and like I've sold a couple more since then. And I'm like, okay, yep, this is, this is the better way to do this because then you can just keep making it better instead of trying to perfect it and get it out into the world because you might be creating something that the world doesn't even want. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so, so true. And yeah. I, and, and I love hearing from you that you've sort of done it both ways and yeah. that it has been successful because I think that as business owners, that's one thing that we really want to hear is we want to hear somebody who has the same story as us or somebody For that sure. we can learn from. Again, it's that idea. I built my business on Google. I'm reading yep. blogs. <laughs> and, and I think that that's such a great thing to hear from you is that 
it, just getting it out there and helping people and then shaping it based on the people that actually purchased your program. Isn't that what we should be doing anyways as yep. business owners? Like that's <laughs> such a great piece of advice that me and anybody else listening to this needs to take to heart that we can think we know what people want, but until we get people in there, we don't know. And that's, the, oh, that's so good, Brittany. So good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I, we all, especially in the online business space, right? If you're an online business owner, we are all in our own little bubble. And unless we have someone else that's on the outside, like a mastermind partner or a group of people that we talk to or something like it can just be so isolating and we just get in our own heads and like create these things. And we're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And this is how I would create it because this is how I would use it. But then we're, we put it out and people are like, that's like way too complex for me. I have no idea where to even start with that. So it's super awesome to like get feedback from other people on anything you're creating. And what I will say too, is that not putting the thing out there is limiting your impact because the longer it takes you to get that out there, the more people are not getting help from whatever you're creating. Right. So just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Nike had it right, right. Right. Just do All it. All right. I'm going to do it, Brittany. I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> no. And trust me, I get it. The whole perfectionism thing has been like really, really tough for me in creating anything, sales pages, opt-ins, membership sites, courses, all of it. And I've done it both ways. Just do it. Just throw it out there and you can always make it better later. Version 2.0, 3.0, 7.0, whatever that looks like. <laughs> perfectionism is like it's almost like a limiting mindset too, because again, everything comes back to mindset. So. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, again, that's where having that somebody like you or, <laughs> or a coach that can come in and be like, listen, just get it out there because you could be spending hours and hours perfecting something when you could be out there reaching people that would potentially yep. buy it. Like, again, it's that idea of having somebody evaluate what you're spending your time and your effort on, which could be actually growing your business versus sitting at your computer at night, just tick, 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 tick plugging yeah. away, making things oh, perfect yeah. for nobody. Yep. And, and spending time on all that back end stuff that no one ever sees. Yep. <laughs> all of that. Oh yeah. We've, we've all done it. Everyone listening. I know you've done it too. So <laughs> stop with the perfectionism and just throw it out there. And I'm telling myself that too. Awesome. Well, it has been so fun. Do you have any kind of like last words of wisdom or anything else that you think would be beneficial for our listeners? Yeah. Well, one thing that I really want to highly recommend to any of you business owners out there, and especially you business owners that also might be parents, one thing that I just love that has just boosted my productivity so much is waking up early. And I know that the idea of getting up before your kids might sound a little crazy, but it has changed my life over the last couple of years, being able to get up and start my day my way with my goals, you know, writing my goals and a gratitude practice. And I've even recently started doing some meditation and writing my to-do list and setting up my day to be productive. Like as a business owner, being able to start my day in a quiet, focused way is really contributed to me being as successful as I am. And so anybody that's out there, I cannot recommend enough getting a good, solid morning routine to set up your day. In oh my gosh. Yes. And it's really tough. You're from Ohio too, or you live in Ohio, right? Like these winters, man, <laughs> they make so it very difficult to want to get up early at 
any, so I yeah. programmed my thermostat to come on 15 minutes before my alarm goes off and it makes it a little bit easier, yeah. but I am right there with you. When it, when my alarm goes off at five o'clock in the morning and it is pitch black and 20 degrees outside, yep. I just want to stay in bed, but I just know that I will be angry and awful to deal with at breakfast if I don't get up. So Yeah. And I mean, you think about it, even if you're just getting up an hour early, you're adding five hours to your work week. Like yeah. yeah, no, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. So where can people find you? Where can they come hang out and find out more information? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram if you look for Business Savvy Mama. And you can come visit me on my website at businesssavvymama.com. Awesome. And also go check out her podcast. Do you have a website for that, The Cocktails and Containers? Yeah, you can go to cocktailsandcontainers.com and look up my episode with Brittany. It was yeah. Mom Productivity Tips. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure my uh, drink recipe was something with gin because that's my fave. So <laughs> it, was. it was an herby gin recipe. Yes. If I remember, if yes. I remember right. Love it. Awesome. Well, it has been so great chatting with you. Thank you so much for coming on and everybody definitely go give her podcast a listen. It's amazing. Not just my episode, like all of them <laughs> and go follow her on all the places. I love watching her IG stories. I'm an Instagram person too. So totally do all the Instagram stories all the time, probably too often. <laughs> um, but yeah, go give her a follow and thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast chatting with you and I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Brittany. Yeah, see you later.